Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the 2019 Embodied Astrology Horoscopes. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. The audio recording you're about to hear contains a 15 to 20 minute summary of the year ahead. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. These horoscopes are given with an emphasis on self-growth and personal awareness. My hope is that they'll provide you with inspiration and support to live your life authentically, to build relationships that are deeply nourishing, to pursue work in the world that is fulfilling, and to recognize and live into the ways you uniquely can participate in shifting our collective consciousness towards greater compassion and healing for all beings and for the planet we share. If you enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about astrology, please check out my website, embodiedastrology.com, and the post for this episode where you can find 2019 affirmations for all 12 signs and a link to my podcast where I'll give a longer report on astrological themes for the upcoming year, as well as a guided meditation to support your journey through the year. Additionally, I offer monthly Zodiac journals for astrology students and enthusiasts. We're about halfway through Capricorn season now, and Aquarius season is just around the corner. These journals will help you plan for the upcoming month by giving you detailed information about the season, lunar cycles, and planetary transits. The journals are available for single purchase, but they're also given for free to my monthly subscribers. You can subscribe at any amount per month from the site by clicking the Donate and Subscribe button. Finally, for those of you who really want to work with your personal astrology this year, check out my 2019 Year Ahead online class, available from the shop on embodiedastrology.com. This class includes a detailed presentation on planetary transits and aspects in 2019, and will teach you to apply this information directly to your own natal chart. Along with the recorded content, you'll receive a package of easy-to-follow handouts and worksheets, a 2019 lunar calendar and planetary aspect guide, and suggestions for personal practices to survive and thrive in the year ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Aquarius. Thank you for listening, and happy 2019. All right, well, this looks like an exciting year for you in your social life. I think that you've probably gone through a little bit of a chaotic time, potentially some significant changes in your social life and in your friendships over the last number of years. And now there are new opportunities on the horizon. There may be friends of friends or people who you're meeting through social organizing, through your networks, or this kind of thing, that become important people in your life and um, really help you kind of get into a new phase of being a social person and being a friend in general. This is the beginning of a nine-year cycle where you're doing pretty awesome healing work in friendship and neighborliness, siblingness. Um, Being an equal on the path, being a friend on the path is a spiritual path for sure. Being able to meet people with love and openness is a practice. Definitely when these people are different from you, definitely when there's friction, definitely when there's taking someone for granted, they're so normal that you forget to be open and curious. 
So over the course of the next nine years, you are healing wounds that were initiated or carried forward from early relationships with close-in people. So this could include your siblings, close friends, your early learning environments, and ways that you were socialized, etc. You are really ready to claim your mind and your personality for yourself. You want to identify who you are and what that means to you. And then seek to find commonality in the world of like-minded folks who are also clear about who they are and what that means to them. So that doesn't mean sameness. It doesn't mean that you're finding friends who are the same as you. In fact, I think you're much more interested these days in connecting with people who are different, who are bringing you opportunities for growth and expansion and thinking about the world in very different ways. However, this theme of ego healing is, um, you might think of it as reducing competition. So we're all kind of innately competitive, or, or many of us are, either with ourselves or with other people. And especially in the world today, most of us have been taught that competition is a good thing and that we should always seek to be the best or something like this. Now, the other side of that is feeling less than or having judgment upon ourselves, which then, of course, leads to judging other people and clickishness and competition. This is an old story for you. It's nothing that you really want to carry forward. Again, you're interested in meeting people from a place of equality, And equality is recognition of your own innate goodness and the recognition of anyone else's innate goodness. And then there's just curiosity. Then there's expansion into ideas of who you could be or how you could be and who other people might be and how you can be together. So in 2019, there's a lot of opportunities for you to meet new people and to start to relax ego drive, to relax any ways that you might need to judge yourself in comparison or compete. A lot of work is happening for you this year below the the level of consciousness, kind of behind the scenes in your deeper unconscious space. So the deep unconscious is your dreams. It is unplaceable, unnameable sensations that come over you without a reason that you can directly attach to. Otherwise, vibes, like catching a feeling about some space or something. The deep unconscious is also your conditioning, and it's what you can't see. It's invisible to you because the layers of experience that have conditioned your family and your culture are so massive and intertwining and also in the past that you don't know them. You can't see them. So you think, you know, this is how you are or this is how things are, but to actually understand what something is um, kind of requires like a sudden burst of insight into the nature of what the universe is. So how do you get to know this place in yourself? This year you're working on it. You're trying to get into that infinite wisdom. You're trying to understand your intuition to unlock 
these stuck places in your own being to figure out why things are the way that they are for you and in the world. How you can do that is by really prioritizing and investing in any kinds of spiritual practice or sacredness practice. So I want to take a minute just to kind of break that down. I think that a lot of people have ideas about spiritual practice or sacredness practice as some kind of discipline. And for sure, this is great. Sitting to meditate and uh, making space to pray or rituals and ceremony, all really helpful. They all help you align with your intention. And because you're consistently aligning with your intention, you're giving energy towards it and therefore you're helping it to become. So if you sit and meditate every day with the intention to get to know your unconscious self, to understand your conditioning, over time, you'll start to understand it. You'll start to see how it works, etc. So that's all good. Definitely give yourself opportunities for spiritual practice. But in a larger sense, what I'd love to encourage you to do is adopt sacredness as a way of being. So it's bigger than a practice. It's bigger than a ritual of any kind. It is simply a way of being. Recognizing your own inherent value as a child of the universe, as a being made of star stuff who somehow has grown and developed into this person that you are now, is really cultivating your ability to see past what's superficial. And again, this comes back to competition. So as you reduce your judgment of yourself and your judgments of other people, you start to get into some basic layers of truth that are the same for you, for any other people, for animals, for other living beings, and for the planet, which is also a living being. Basically, one of the things that you're capable of doing this year that would really be a benefit to you is recognizing inherent equality and sacredness everywhere. In your body, in all of your decisions, in your relationships, with furniture, with the natural world, with that thought that just went through your head, with the news, <laughs> with an automobile... Like there's this way that you are detaching yourself from materialism and the mundane reality right now. And the more that you see through it, that you see this commonality and this plane of sacredness that exists in all things and all beings and everywhereness, then you get to do this amazing healing work that allows you to come into greater contact with the spiritual, the sacred, the liminal on a day-to-day -day basis in your everyday and also in all of your relationships. Tangibly, this does mean practice. It means giving yourself space and time to come back to these ideas and to feel them in yourself. Any kind of healing you can be doing around self-worth and self-esteem this year is very important. 
If you notice that you're running scripts in your head about, you know, you're only going to be valuable or valued in the world if you fill in the blank, or if you have these things, then you've succeeded, etc. These are thoughts that are destructive to you. They don't honor the inherent value uh, that you bring as a child of the universe. So when you find that you're having these kinds of thoughts, when you find that you're engaging with materialism, with judgment, etc., tune into your breath. Just tune into your inhalations and your exhalations and remember that the world around you is breathing. Try and remind yourself that the planet Earth is really, really old, like billions of years old, that it's been through multiple eras already, that the human race is a blip in the history of the planet, that we have existed for some amount of time, we may exist for some other amount of time, but in the grand scheme of things, there is so much more. So this speck of dust that is our planet that we're floating through space on is not the everything. It's one moment. And in the moment, appreciate it. Just feel yourself breathing in and breathing out and look around and see everything has an inhale and an exhale. Everything comes into beingness it has a life of some kind or a manifestation and existence of some kind. And then it, there's an exhale. There's a dissolving of a form. And this is a practice that ideally brings you into a space of gratitude and tenderness. Nothing is permanent. Everything is just here for a moment, for a second. Feel your breath. If you can drop into that, Judgments seem silly. Competition seems pointless. Like, why would you? You know, this is just some story that you're telling yourself. So this is the kind of practice that I would definitely encourage for you this year, along with any other kinds of spiritual disciplines or practices that make sense to you. And I really can't um, encourage you enough to pray. Prayer does not have to be in the religious manner. It doesn't have to involve kneeling or hands together, any kind of gesture at all. Talk to the invisible. Talk to spirit. Talk to the intelligence of nature. Talk to a candle. Talk to pictures of your ancestors. Ask for what you need. Tell it, them, the is, what you're confused about, what you're hung up on. Reveal your pain. Talk about your longings. You might do this by journaling. You don't even have to say it out loud. Um, the more that you open yourself to some kind of spiritual assistance, the more that assistance is going to come in. The more that assistance comes in, the more you can release these superficial ideals or identities that you've been working with that have kept you in places of dis-ease or distress. The more you release those, uh, the more abundant the world becomes, the more exciting it becomes, the more you find yourself into um, what I will call flow. So as you get into this place, there are some pretty massive changes um, for you that have to do with home and place and family. What I desire for you is that these changes are 
wonderful, liberating, and exciting changes where your family, um, the, the way that you feel family basically opens up and expands, like I said, into the entire world. Like you're equal with everything. You feel yourself together and supported and in this journey of life with everything. And you can reach out to anyone with familiarity and feel yourself held as family in return. What I would hope for you is that you really feel your home on earth, that you develop a relationship with the natural world, with the plants, with the trees, with the soil, with the air, with the sunlight, with the rain, and that you feel that this is a place that was made for you, for all of us, and really get to know it. There is a lot for you here. If there are big changes that happen um, with your home life, like you're moving in the next couple of years or people come and go, again, always remember the sacred and the spiritual. Nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. So when there's change, welcome it into your heart. Try and get as relaxed as you possibly can. Continue to breathe. In 2019 and 2020, there are a lot of changes that are coming for you in your daily life, your rhythm, your practices, your jobs, and also with your health. So here's what I have to say about that. If you are not living some kind of spiritual existence or sacredness uh, in your existence, if you are working towards materialism, if you are really involved with self-serving ambition, your health is going to suffer. And this includes your mental health, and you might feel very overwhelmed and confused. The more that you invest in sacredness, the more you feel yourself as an aspirant and um, devoted priest or priestess or um, servant of the divine, however you want to call it or think about it, the more you get into flow. And this means that you might have a million things to do in a day, but all the timing works, you feel supported to do them all, you find pauses in between for laughter and connection, and everything gets done easy. If you feel impeded and blocked in your day-to-day, or if you're experiencing stagnancy in your body, and this might particularly come through in your digestion as well as emotional stagnancy, like if you get a lot of anxiety and The release of the anxiety is like a lot of tears or something like that. These are clues for you to connect with spirit. And I'm not going to define what spirit is. And I would really hope that you don't define what spirit is, that you look for it everywhere, that you feel it in everything. If you feel stuck, there is so much openness and abundance around you and the reason that you're stuck is because you're, you're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> you want to refine your priorities. You want to get into this deeper layer of your existence. Then the movement opens. Then you get into flow. So in summary, 2019 is a year for you to really get to know what is unseen. And this ineffable substance that some philosophers call ether, um, Religious people call it God. I don't know what I call it. It is. 
you're getting to know this place this year. You are opening into layers of existence and relationship with spiritual substance that you can really commit to and you want to. This is your primary relationship, I hope, for the rest of your life with this being (laughs) that is everywhere and in everything and in you. As you go through the year, there will be times um, that are important for you to pause and reflect. So in the month of March, this is a great time for you to look at your spending habits, to notice how you're working with money and resources, literally how you're working with it and also your ideas about it. Again, focus on the sacredness of the exchange. Reflect on how you want to be in relationship to resource. In July, take time out to consider your jobs and your health. How are you spending your energy day to day? And how can you get into a place that's more aligned and inclusive with your spiritual goals? In November, think about your path. What is it that you're growing into right now? In what ways do you want to be effective or impactful in the world? Really, what are your priorities? What's getting in the way of you reaching those priorities? And how can you clarify um, your mission? Uh, March, July, and November are not times to make big decisions or changes, but they are wonderful times to reflect. All right, well, I'll leave it there for now, Aquarius, and I'm wishing you all the best in 2019 and beyond. Thanks so much for listening.